Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, for the second time in three months, the Washington School Board discussed a staff member's early resignation at its regular meeting in November. Both teachers left citing issues in their personal lives unrelated to the district, according to the superintendent, Willie Stone. I'm frustrated that they're doing it. I don't like that they're doing it, Stone said at the November meeting. But I also understand that if it came down to my family or my job, my family comes first. The breach of contract has some repercussions, but fewer than some officials hoped for. Stone said teachers who resigned early without the board's blessing would have their names reported to the Department of Education, which could, at its discretion, choose to suspend a teacher's certification. Still, some officials said they wanted to see heavier consequences. School Board Vice President Troy Sukin said early resignations set a bad example for students. Other board members said they were interested in establishing greater legal repercussions for unexpected resignations, even if they wouldn't apply to the recent cases. Doing so would require a change in statewide rules. The board denied the release of contract, a move that does not prevent the teacher's departure, but does require the district to report it to the DOE. Two people died and three more were injured just after 4 p.m. Saturday, November 26, during a single car crash south of New London at Highway 34 and Racine Avenue. According to the Iowa State Patrol, a 2014 Chrysler driven by Sean Reed was traveling westbound Highway 34, and at the 246-mile mark, the vehicle went off the road to the south. The vehicle then crossed eastbound traffic and entered the south ditch and struck a parked truck, which then caused the vehicle to roll on its side and come to rest. Two fatalities resulted, Sherry Reed, 50, of Stockport, and Judith Ellis, 73, of Ollie. Sean Reed, 48, of Stockport, and Carol Johnson, 65, of Fairfield, were life-flighted to the University of Iowa hospitals and clinics. Henry County Ambulance transported Tammy Ellis, 48, of Ollie, to Southeast Iowa Regional Medical Center. Discussions pertain to signs-dominated conversation at the Mount Pleasant City Council meeting Tuesday evening. A representative from Robinson Outdoor approached the city council requesting a change to the city's current ordinance that prohibits electronic billboards. Robinson Outdoor is an advertisement company which specializes in electronic billboards. According to their website, founder Ed Robinson started his business with the intent of giving small to medium-sized businesses more effective and efficient ways to utilize their ad dollars. The Robinson representative proposed using the vacant lot across from Walmart for electronic billboard advertising. Councilmember Bob Griffiths said, I'd rather see a business use that space. The council's vote was split with three yes votes and three no votes. With that, Mayor Steve Brimhall announced the amendment was defeated. The Washington County Board of Health has recommended WCHC Chief Nursing Officer Andrea Lydon to replace the outgoing board member Chris Greyer at the start of 2023. While the official appointment decision will be made by the county's Board of Supervisors in January, the recommendation marks Lydon or makes Lydon very likely to take the position. Washington County Public Health Director Emily Tolkheim said each person interviewed was promising, but that Lydon was the best fit. She has a health background, which is wonderful, and her energy and insight as a board member were something that really just set her apart for us, she said. She had a good vision for supporting both environmental health and public health. Lydon, for her part, said she was excited to have the board's support. As a leader figure at the hospital, Lydon said she hoped to keep the two institutions on the same page. Health officials said they informally interviewed four candidates for the position before making their recommendation. We're going to take a brief break, and we come back with how the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. 
At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have the weather and sports coming up, but first, obituaries. William Horning of Washington passed away on November 26th at the age of 89. Services are pending at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Marjorie Klein of Washington passed away on November 27th at the age of 76. Services are pending at the Jones and Eaton Funeral Home. Helga E. Palmer of Washington passed away on November 26th at the age of 87. Services are pending at the Jones and Eaton Funeral Home. Carol Elizabeth Kurtz of Brighton passed away on November 22nd at the age of 78. Funeral services were held today at 10.30 a.m. at St. Joseph Catholic Church. Gold Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Marjorie Mulliken of Fairfield passed away on November 23rd at the age of 85. Funeral services will be held at 10 a.m. December 3rd at Fairfield Friends Church. Banner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Ronald Ross Fox of Brighton passed away on November 26th at the age of 68. Funeral services will be held at 10.30 a.m. December 1st at the Brighton Community Church. Gold Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Roger Lee Channel of Libertyville passed away on November 25th at the age of 79. Funeral services will be at 10 a.m. December 6th at the Faith United Methodist Church. Banner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Jeffrey Paul Snelling of Fairfield passed away on November 23rd at the age of 54. A graveside service will be at 2 p.m. December 2nd at Evergreen Cemetery. Benefit Home is in charge of the arrangements. Dorothy K. Clark of Otumwa passed away on November 24th at the age of 77. A celebration of life will be held at a later date. Jones and Ian Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Unfortunately, today's weather will not be sticking around. It has been 48 with mostly sunny skies, but tomorrow there is a 45% chance of rain in the evening and the high will be 54 degrees. That rain will turn into snow Wednesday morning and winds will be 21 miles an hour. Later in the day, temperatures will reach up to above freezing at 35 degrees. On Thursday, the sun will return and the high will be 37. And on Friday, temperatures will rise up to 43 and it will be partly cloudy. We're going to take another brief break and we come back, we'll have sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, 
Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Back to Newsbreak, I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. And now, sports. Brought to you by Fairway. The Union Fall Sports season saw an abundance of great teams and more than plenty of standout athletes. Before Thanksgiving, Iowa High School girls basketball kicked off its season, but with Thanksgiving now in the rear view, the winter sports season will be now be in full swing. For the Union area's big schools, Washington, Fairfield, Mount Pleasant, it's sure to be an enticing one. Looking at this week for the Washington Demons, it's a busy one. The Demon boys and girls bowling teams will head over to Fairfield on Monday to kick off the season. Washington boys and girls wrestling will be in action at home on Tuesday. The boys and girls will host Highland, Iowa Valley, and HLV for the first tournament of the year. In basketball, both the Washington boys and girls teams will head to Fairfield for an, a Southeast Conference clash. The Demon girls have already picked up one win on the season, blistering Anamosa 62-19. On the boys' side, the matchup will mark the beginning of the season for the Demons. For Mount Pleasant, the boys and girls basketball teams will kick off the week. Mount Pleasant will head up to Cedar Rapids, Washington on Monday night to match up with the Warriors. The girls will, play, will host Otomo on Monday night. Mount Pleasant comes into the game off a tough loss to Pella, 51-37. On Friday, the Panthers basketball team will wrap up their week against Fort Madison. Mount Pleasant boys will host Fort Madison while the girls will head out of town. Boys wrestling will begin the season on Tuesday with a head-to-head against Columbus at home. Then the girls and boys Panther wrestling will head to Wapolo uh, on Saturday to compete in the Willard Howell Wrestling Tournament. This week marks what is sure to be an exciting season for the Union area's big school squads. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union News Break, and I'll see you next time.